NPR. So I was reading the latest Beige Book Report from the Federal Reserve, and it made me nostalgic for truckers. I thought you were going to say penny candy or something. So why are you thinking about <laughs> truckers? So so this may sound weird, but when I grew up in the 1970s, the coolest people in the entire world were truckers. There were trucker songs on the radio, like, we got a great big convoy. And there were trucker movies, like Smokey and the Bandit. And I even got a CB radio for Christmas so that I could sit there all night going, Breaker 1-9, Breaker 1-9, this is Animal Spirit here. Was your CB name Animal Spirit even as a child? You were born to cover economics. No, I can't remember what it was, but I thought that one would be funny for our economists in the audience. Well, I did enjoy that little Easter egg robber, but what does this all have to do with the beige book? Let's just say that one particular story in the most recent beige book We'll make sure that all you good buddies get your ears on because we got the 1017 about the trucking industry trying to keep the shiny side up. I didn't understand any of that, but I'm really excited. It's the Beige Awards, our eight times a year salute to the art and science of telling stories about the economy. I'm Robert Smith. I'm Waylon Wong. And just because the Beige Book is an economic report with a boring name doesn't mean it's boring inside. Today on The Economy's Favorite Award Show, we tell you who put the pedal to the metal and delivered the best anecdotes. After the break, 10-4. Support for NPR and the following message come from our sponsor, Whole Foods Market, where you can enjoy savings every day. Walk the store and see the savings for yourself. In the seafood department, look for the yellow low-price sign on Whole Foods' responsibly farmed salmon. Great for grilling, buttery, fatty yet lean, nice thick fillets. Or how about no antibiotics ever chicken breasts, organic strawberries, and so much more. There are so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight. Want to teach your kids financial literacy? With Greenlight, kids and teens use a debit card of their own, while parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and savings in the app. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor CarMax. Searching for your next car? Don't settle. Thrive. At CarMax, it's easy to shop online or in person. With upfront pricing and tools designed to help, finding a car you love has never been easier. Plus, you can sell or trade in your current vehicle with an online offer in minutes, no strings attached. Start shopping now to find a car you'll love at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way it should be. It's always good to remind people how this award show works. There are 12 regional banks in the Federal Reserve System. Each one carefully studies their local economy and brings back little stories of what they see. They collect these stories in the Beige Book, and we tell you the best ones. And now for the moment we've all been waiting for, the winner of the Beige Award. The envelope, please. Oh, my. It's the Atlanta Fed. Coming to the stage is Chris Oakley, the regional executive for the Atlanta Fed based in Jacksonville. We spoke to him last Friday. This is actually the fourth time that Atlanta has won this award. Amazing. Thank you so much. We are excited to... Except this fourth award, I guess that makes us the Catherine Hepburn of the Beiges. The the similarity is remarkable. <laughs> Your audience can't see us, but if they could see me, they would they would probably think that as well. So the winning entry is about 
well, as we hinted at the beginning of the show, it's about truckers. But that's not why you won exactly. It's because you used a word that we all dread, the R word, recession. Here, allow me to read it. Quote, demand for transportation services softened on balance over the reporting period. Trucking contacts noted significant year-over-year declines in freight volumes and revenue amid what some referred to as a freight recession. Now, we should note that a freight recession doesn't necessarily mean a whole economy recession. It just means that some in the transportation industry are seeing demand shrink, less money to go around. Chris, why do you think we are seeing a freight recession? So a couple things that I'm thinking there. One is, and this won't surprise you, an increase in spending on experiences, things like travel and eating out and so on. Money's still being spent. It's just not being spent on goods that have to be moved. If people are spending more on services than on goods, services don't come in trucks and don't come in containers, you know? And so the less you spend on things that are transported around, that hurts the transportation industry. Exactly. The other factor in play here, Chris told us, is inventories. Businesses stocked up on goods in the warehouses over the last few years, and they've been working through selling all those extra items. He's hearing that some of that is already clearing up. Some glimmers of of good news, um, early reads that some of this may be um, normalizing, but, but a little bit early to say. So we're watching that very closely. We'll continue to ask our contacts about it. But I'm sure that things still don't feel great out on the nation's roads right now. And we wanted to see how a freight recession was affecting those on the front lines. So we knew just the right guy to call. Yes, sir. How you doing? Good morning. Damages Washington owns a single truck in North Carolina. His company has the fancy name of Nomadic Trans X. We interviewed him last year when he was just getting started in the business. Damages had been lured into the freight industry by the high rates people were paying to move cargo. But it's been a bit of a rough year since then. The trucking industry has hills and valleys. And so right now we're in a valley, more like under the water in a, in a lake, basically. And yes, there is a freight recession. Diametra says when you own a truck, you are bidding on jobs and you have to accept the going rate per mile. And that rate has been dropping. They do not pay enough money to cover your diesel costs. I mean, aside from anything else. So if I'm if I have a load going 500 miles, they want to give me $900 for a 500 mile load. And every 500 mile is costing me anywhere between six dollars and $800 in diesel. Wow. Diametra says that lots of people like him got into trucking when the rates were high during the pandemic. Now he hears about those people selling their trucks. And yes, you can pick up a cheap truck, but here's the problem. I got to find a driver. I got to put, I got to have $5,000 at a minimum up front to get, you know, tags, you know, insurance. With, with the current truck that I have barely paying for itself, The question is, is this the right time to buy a truck? feel like, no, it is not the right time to buy a truck. And, you know, the key during a recession is just to keep your business afloat. And hopefully when the trucking rates start to go up again, you'll be set. But staying afloat gets more difficult every day. During our interview, Diametrus keeps checking his texts. He has someone driving the truck he owns, and the rig has been stopped at a checkpoint in Alabama. And I, I guess they found some sort of mechanical problem. Uh, Ooh, what's happening? Compressor has an air leak, and, he, and and I just had a. So I'm sorry. This is just via text message. 
Uh, I'm so sorry to hear it. This sounds like this sounds like a bad thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's trucking. That I mean, that's kind of all you can really say. It's it's trucking. This is why you need a lot of money in reserves, and this is why you also can't get too high or too low on whatever's going on because, you know, last week was a good week, right? Well, this week is not. Diametra says he's tried to stay optimistic. And as Chris Oakley from the Atlanta Fed said, trucking could bounce back in the second half of the year. It's such an uncertain time. And some people are even saying that what they're seeing right now in the economy is what they call a rolling recession. In other words, different industries are going through dips, but but not all at the same time. Guess we'll have to read the beige book and see. Yeah. Anyway, congrats again to the Atlanta Fed for their win. And it turns out, Waylon, Chris and I are about the same age, and he remembers the whole trucking craze. We had the exact same experience. My dad also had a CB radio, and his handle was doorknob, which is like the worst dad joke of all time. Oh, because it's a handle. Exactly. Yes, I love it. Yeah, those were um, interesting times and interesting language being used out there. Keep the bugs off your glass and the bears off your tail. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Nice. <laughs> nice, Robert. <laughs> You should challenge him to write his entire next beige book entry in Trucker Talk. Uh, I think a lot of us who grew up in the 70s would enjoy that. This episode of The Indicator was produced by Julia Ritchie with engineering by James Willits. was fact-checked by Sierra Juarez. Viet Le is your senior producer. Cake and Cannon edits the show. And The Indicator is a production of NPR. Untangled is back, and this season, the All Sides team is tackling immigration. From the immigration court in Cleveland to asylum seekers in Columbus, we're unraveling all the ways Ohio is touched by immigration. Subscribe to Untangled from WOSU Public Media, part of the NPR Network. NPR Plus is a new way to support public media and get more from your favorite NPR podcasts like Fresh Air. Sometimes I'll actually preface the question with, if it makes you too uncomfortable to talk about, if it's too personal, just tell me. Here's the question. For behind-the-scenes content, bonus episodes, and more, sign up at plus.npr.org. When you hear Birmingham, Alabama, you might think about the civil rights movement, but maybe not about baseball. But as the oldest pro ballpark in America... Rickwood Field saw the struggle for freedom play out right there on the dirt and grass. I'm Roy Wood Jr. I grew up in Birmingham, and I'm going to tell you this whole story. Listen to Road to Rickwood from WWNO and WRKF, part of the NPR Network.